I'm Evan. I'm Cameron. I'm Ben. And we are Angry Dads with Cars. (laughs) So tonight on the podcast, we talk about burning more car cash and what happens when you get angry. Well, we talked about Girl Scout cookies. Oh, yeah? Yeah? (laughs) Yeah, we talked about Girl... Hey, tonight on Dads with Cars, we talk about Girl Scout cookies. (laughs) Hey, so I sent somebody an email this afternoon I haven't heard back yet. They run a watch trade shop thing. They're like a watch broker. Oh, okay. So, thinking about trading my Panerai for the Tudor. Oh, that's a good trade. I think so. They're that's about a, the same price. Which one? The P- Pelagos? Yeah. That's a great trade. Yeah. That should, titanium. Be, that should be like for like, no? Yeah. It's close. Yeah. It's like 41. The Panerai, for most of them that I'm seeing, are high four, low fives. And it's basically serviced, and you haven't worn it. Yeah. And I have the papers, the box, everything. Nice. But, and the Pelagos has the papers, the box, everything. Damn it. I was going to try and get one of those before you did. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can just tell me when you're going to wear it and I'll wear, I'll wear this. <laughs> I'm enjoying this. This is, a, again, it's like a little proxy for restoring cars. Yeah. What going through him or just watching? No, no building watches. Oh, that. I'm sorry, gotcha. Because it's it's so <clears throat> uh, low effort. Are we recording now? Yeah. Oh, okay. But you know what I mean. It's tonight like, on Dads with Watches. Yeah. It's <laughs> it, there's so little. Uh, it's like there's no. I mean, investment, financial investment, sure. But like, there's so little. I don't need a garage with a lift, is what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't, but what about the, the... But you still get a pretty good amount of satisfaction. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it. you're building something. Yeah. But now... good. So now, mm. like I was saying, now I've got the bracelet. Yeah. Now I'm going to switch out the clasp for a legit, like, old vintage clasp. Then I'm going to change the bezel to a legit bezel. Yeah. Then I'm going to change the date wheel inside so it has the right font. I can nice. Get, I can get a legit vintage date wheel. Then awesome. all you need to do is spend the seven grand to get the mechanism. Three, three grand. <laughs> it's about three or four thousand. Wow. Interesting. So what's in there now? Chinese. Oh. Chinese thirty-one, thirty-five. So it's a, it's almost an exact copy. Uh huh. So the other thing. So like that's the cosmetic stuff. I could change the winding crown. Mm-hmm. That's not your Rolex. No. I'm just putting this together. It's the Benex. Right? It's a yeah. Benex. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Benex. The hands are really good, <laughs> although they're not Rolex. The face is Rolex, but it's been refinished. The body, the case is not is not Rolex, but it's a really good case. So, and yes, the movement is not a Rolex. It's a Chinese copy, a very good Chinese copy, one for one, almost exactly. So guess what you can find on eBay? Parts. Oh yeah, that's good. That's really good. So I could like, I could actually like gradually replace parts piece in, by piece in the movement piece by piece <laughs> so here here's another idea so that's why i'm like it's like oh i'm gonna get the alpina intake and mm-hmm. I'm gonna do yeah this, same this, thing exact same yeah, thing right totally Just that's exactly how my scale. 1602 is um here's another idea how about so okay the pelagos i i would much rather have the uh the spyglass hand over the snowflake hand oh yeah like Start modern real watches. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Like again, if if you're not going for if you're not going for Brooks Day originality, screw it. Like yeah. you know, 
So I, I yes, I completely agree. So uh, even though there's very minimal parts on this watch currently that are actually legit like Swiss made Rolex parts. And, and the watch that I'm trying to recreate here is like a late 70s, early 80s Submariner, right? So it's like, this is all extremely well documented, right? So if, like you said, and nobody would notice, like there are people that would know immediately, right? But to your point about originality, I don't care, right? I mean, mm-hmm. I'm enjoying the process. I'm enjoying the journey, right? More than the actual result, yeah. probably. You're building something. And I'm building something and I'm learning skills as i'm doing it and here's the incredible thing i know that the movement is brand new right yeah but this watch keeps better time than my actual rolex yeah, does which is messed up <laughs> <laughs> oh, my watch is has a great movement in it and it keeps horrible time yeah they're I mean, all I like that to, every five days i'm off by two minutes yeah. really M- maybe seven days we can fix that you know well yeah you can slow me it down or yeah, speed it up it's not good I still love it. I love interacting with it, so that's okay, you know, to yeah. me. Yeah. I'm like, oh, it's a little off. Let's play with it, you yeah. know, but yeah. for the most part, it's kind of silly, right? I mean, no, I mean, my, my actual Rolex is due for a service. It's been, hasn't been serviced for over five years. So, yeah. So I'm sure if once it was serviced and regulated again, it would be spot on. I think my Panerai is the most accurate of the watches I have. Yeah. Yeah. The Omega's not at all. Really? Really. I think that that might be because you don't wear it consistently enough. Might be. I mean, I was. I was wearing it daily for probably like yeah. almost a year. Okay. It's always been off. How long have you had that now? A couple of years, right? Uh, no, I got that. Yeah, 2021. I take it back. I get to regulate it. Okay. Because it's under warranty. It's three year warranty, right? I don't know. Yeah. Never bothered to read the manual. Just slapped it on through the box in the yeah, closet. Just, like, just fuck it. I'm getting into this spaceship. We're going to the moon. Yeah. <laughs> in an attempt to steer this somewhat back towards. Oh, we're not using no, any of this. We're no. not using any of this. No, we're using all this. <laughs> cars. Um, when what did, clock do you have in your car? Well, that's a, that's what I wanted to talk about. No way. Do you, do you have clock a clock in your car? A big clock on the dashboard of my car. Do you know how it works? Have you done yeah. anything with it? Have you ever used it? What do you mean? It's a timer, dude. A, no, I know. I figured it's a timer. Yeah. Have you ever used it? No. Okay. How, how does it work? Well, I thought, well, you, Evan. I thought you just look at it. Yeah, you look at it. So what do you, what when, do you think it's going to do when you look at it? It's like Evan, work. Evan. You're, you're like zero, zero out. And it's like, nah. Evan, when the big hand is pointed. <laughs> okay, speaking of that, this clock. It doesn't have a little hand. I'm going to use it. quotes. This clock has one hand, and the one hand is just a second hand. And it just goes around 60 seconds constantly. That's all it does. Yeah. And then there's a tiny little clock inside that clock with two hands. It's a, more of a traditional clock. So why does Porsche put a 60-second timer clock that is constantly moving on the dash of every 911? Because you have a digital clock in the dash which tells you the time, and that thing's there for you to actually turn lap times. Right. That's that's what I figured. I was yeah. like, it's a, so race, you go it's down, a racing... Take the little stock you know, that controls the faux gauge right you got your like the vehicle temps you've got your uh yeah the settings you can air your tire pressure you've got your g settings your yep. torque settings whatever uh, if you go uh, down on, to on his car we're down to like what gauge number 17 it's this? gauge yeah. 17 to the right <laughs> it's, it's gauge four <laughs> is it or is it gauge five well it's four from the left and then there's one more after that <laughs> what's after that um, fuel and oh, that's right. You've got the weird 
half moon things. Yeah, two of them. Yeah. Fuel and uh, oil temp. Okay. Okay, so anyway, yeah, so how does the... Cl- so you can actually set it. Yeah, you go to that particular menu, and then there's a start, reset, split, you know, and then you can save your lap times. Your so, car probably doesn't have the actual, like... It, I don't know what they call it. It's it, like, it it's says like it has track. a GPS thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it does. But there's like a track pack that comes with it, which actually has some software and app and something else that you need to attach to some part of your car so that when you're turning laps, there's an external thing that it, it's like a beacon almost. Oh, I see. Yeah. A transmitter. Yeah. Your car probably doesn't have yeah, that. Yeah, I don't think so. But the lap timer probably still works. What a trip! See, so how so? How have you been timing your your uh, your nine? I don't do laps. Oh, I don't. Yeah, I haven't been. You haven't done nine in the nine eleven? Of course, I have. Well, how did you time it? I didn't. Oh, I just, why? I just drove. He's because, been lying. Do, do you remember? Oh, no, you're do, just making it up. Yeah, he's like six point. Look in the entry. Nine. Do you see one entry from a nine eleven? That's what I'm asking. No, I remember. I wrote because I was doing it so much on the motorcycle. Yeah. So I said, okay, I'll stop now. Yeah. I, I did stop. And I know, I mean, I, I've been going. I just haven't been keeping I the think time. you better go turn a time because, you know, <laughs> I'm within, I'm within mere seconds of in the, a Cayenne. Of, of the motorcycle? Yes. In a Cayenne. <laughs> Shit, I got work to do. Ca- Cameron and I currently hold the best four wheel time. Yes. <laughs> it's the same with the joint same what, time. What was it? I can't remember. It's just over six. Okay. I think you're. It's I think you're. I think, you're I think my time was like five oh four or something. No, it was like six oh four, and mm-hmm. we're like six fourteen. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Cool. I was a minute off. Okay, gotcha. That makes more sense. Anyway, get out there. That's awesome. Now I feel like I really. Yeah. Now yeah. I have an inspiration. No, <laughs> okay, so I so I don't I don't have a sweeping second head. I don't have a clock. I mean, I have a digital clock, but there is a software mode that you can unlock in the car. Which, okay. Which gives you a lap timer. And that's on your dash or yeah, something? It's in the display. And did you do that? Yeah. I do that every time I do a nine time. Every time you drop the kids off at school? Well, I've talked about this before. <laughs> that's the timer that I set to know when the car's warmed up. Gotcha. So I always, when I start the car, this is, okay, this is really, really deep aviation geek, right? But I am one of those guys that will watch the YouTube videos of helicopter pilots starting up the turbine. Nice. Because I like the noise. There was a good one today of, of a, a helicopter starting up for the first time. Oh, yeah? I forgot what type it was. It was a massive army helicopter. Do they have a uh, an auxiliary turbine that is started first that then starts the main turbine? I'm not sure. Like, isn't that what you hear when like they flip all the switches and then you hear... Yeah. But the rotors aren't spinning yet. No, because they're spinning at the, the, the down... What's the... The there's gear, a clutch there's a final gear ratio on the main between the turbine and the rotor so yeah, yeah. uh yeah i don't know i i think there's i don't know is the honest answer because like with commercial jets you've got well commercial like turbine jet yes you have, yeah, to have you, compressed air from somewhere yeah which comes from the tail yeah it's the apu yeah. so for like a like a passenger jet you can they can actually start the engines either from ground power mm-hmm. or a ground compressor or the apu but once one engine's going, they can then start the second engine from the other engine. If they yeah. Want. yeah, which is cool. Um, no, but part a part of, I'll get back to my point, part of the process of actually starting any turbine, but it's particularly 
I guess, sensitive on, in a helicopter is that there is a maximum time that the turbine can run if it before it has reached like the temperature. The, the main turbine has to reach a certain temperature and then come back down. It has to be spinning fast enough within a certain amount of time, otherwise it overheats. So there is a maximum time that you're allowed to, quote, start the turbine on a turbine helicopter. Mm. So when you watch these videos, and then, I mean, some... Some of these guys explain this. Some of these guys explain this. Where they have their like one hand on the start button for the engine, for the turbine, and they have their other finger on the timer, on the dash, right? They literally press these things exactly at the same time so that they can see the count in seconds for how long they've been holding the start on the turbine. I always imagine that I'm starting the helicopter when I, when I press the button in the car because I've got my finger on the button to start the timer. Because <laughs> I'm a geek, <laughs> I do. I find I remember something you said about cars, your car warming up, and uh, that you won't go above four grand until it hits 120 Fahrenheit. Yeah, I mean in the GT4, just because yeah. you're moving a lot of fluid around, and I want that fluid to be at the right viscosity. Because yep. I've seen uh, cylinder bore score with those motors. I, uh, Flats are hard that way. Like that's one really? thing I think you have to be diligent about is making sure that you don't hammer when you, water-cooled flat motors before flat, they're yeah, warmed up. Because the cylinders are on their side, right? Yeah, and all the fluids run to the bottom, so right. you're not getting. There's no fluid on the top of the cylinder. That's is what right. You're saying. That's right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I've been following that regimen every morning when I take my kid to school. Have you? I have. I have. Not above four grand. I mean, I might be in seventh gear, you know, <laughs> within a few seconds, but. Yeah. <laughs> but I do find that halfway, maybe just two miles up 87, and I'm already at 120. It's really funny because I don't think I've owned a modern car where you get in after you haven't driven it for a while. And obviously, I don't drive my GT4 much. Um, where I've heard like valve train clank or lash or things getting sticky and if you don't drive the car for a couple of weeks you get in and it's just like clank, 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 clank. and it's just like yep okay i'm not gonna beat on this thing i'm going to let the oil circulate before i do anything crazy because yeah. that's clearly metal hitting metal yeah. and largely because you know it's been sitting there for so long that all the oil is just literally like at the bottom so sludge well, not sludge, and I mean, no. I'm pretty diligent about changing the oil. In fact, my car goes in for an oil change Friday. Nice. And it's the least amount of miles I've put on the car in a year. Speaking of that, I put on over 1,100 miles on my car this month, and I haven't, and I still haven't even gotten to the end of the month. Good for you. And I'm driving it right now. Nice. Good for you. I'm feeling good about it. You should. Yeah, I'm just driving the shit out of it. <laughs> I mean, that's like... Everywhere. I'm driving it everywhere. See, I want that. Yeah. I want that. Just drive it everywhere. Uh, yeah. It yeah. It feels good. Yeah. Yeah. I want that. <laughs> it felt cool the other day when I was at Costco filling up the front trunk with with whatever I could possibly get in there. <laughs> and then I went and picked up Girl Scout cookies for the troop. And I had to put like seven cases in there. And I was able to fit six up in the front. Yeah. It was pretty cool. And I thought, I'll bet you I'm the first person to come to this cookie cupboard and pick up cases of cookies in a 911. It was awesome. 
What is what is the Girl Scout cookie pack capacity of the frunk? <laughs> oh, only six cases. Six cases. What what yeah. what do you what's a typical load of cookies? Uh, twelve boxes each. Yeah, but like what, what do you mean? like if you were to put them in the BMW, how many? How many cases um, you could you fit getting? about 30 in the BMW and you could fit 90 in the back of my truck. Well, yeah. I mean, the truck's yeah. massive. It's funny. At the beginning of the season, when you're going to pick up the cookies, the initial order is usually pretty big. Yep. And um, I think we ordered 260 cases this time. So it was me and two minivans and we, we fit it just fine. But, and then they send you a pamphlet or maybe it's just a, a printout or something but anyway they send you information and they show you your car and they say okay th- this car will hold this many this car will hold this many uh, <laughs> you know if you take the seats out of this one it'll hold this many that's hilarious so that way there's no screw-ups when you go like you you bring as many cars as you need for how many cases you ordered but yeah apparently mine took a giant truck and two minivans full <laughs> sweet <laughs> with no seats in them they that's pulled pretty, the seats out yeah that's pretty impressive it's pretty funny a lot of freaking cookies. Yeah. Thank God that's over. Is it finished? It's finished. Is yeah. it ever not Girl Scout cookie time? Yeah, it's only one month out of the year. Really? I yeah. know. It just feels like it it's feels like, like it's all over. year. Yeah. It's five weeks. You're just like, oh my God, I can't eat any more of these. You know what? The other thing is not to go off on like some sort of Girl Scout cookie tangent. But it kind of has to do with parenting a little bit. Yeah, least, maybe a little bit. For me. Yeah, totally. Um, what happened to all the good flavors? Like what? Like the the lemon sandwich cookies are like gone. Mm-hmm. Those like lemon wafer things I bought like lemon multiple, ups. This suck. Yeah, they're not they're not that Ugh. great. Yeah, they're kind of boring. Well, not only that, they just don't taste good. Yeah, they've got the frosting on the bottom. There's not enough frosting. I find that like Girl Scout cookies are pretty polarizing. <laughs> they are like the number of people that like you. Oh like, there was somebody in the office today. They brought some cookies. You're in like, there. get this the fuck away from me. They, that's what some people were saying. Oh, really? I can't. I can't stand those. <laughs> I've never heard that. Yeah, yeah? I mean th- yeah. that's pretty. Yeah. I, I don't think they're worth six bucks a box. No. And I think they're kind of boring. Oh, yeah, but you're not assigning value to the actual quality of the cookie, are you? Uh, well, I could picture walking through the store. And seeing a box of cookies for six bucks when you can get double stuffed Oreos for four bucks. Well, it's like I would I mean, get the Oreos all. But day that's long. what yeah, I'm saying. Totally. I, if I was going shopping for cookies, I would not be buying cookies that look anything like any Girl Scout cookie. It's no. true. Me either. But that's you're buying you're buying the women's empowerment. There. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you're, you're buying the experience. Yeah, you know, you're, you're helping. You're no, do, you're not buying the No, I'm don't not, say about anything I'm about buying, the experience. I'm not buying. The, I'm, that, not buying I'm not paying six dollars to that come off. No, 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 not, no. I'm just saying, like, yeah, no, it came off. My, my neighbor, like, they, you know, they just they have two little girls, and they're 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 in the Girl Scouts, and you buy the cookies to support your neighbors, absolutely, and to support the the Girl Scouts that you that you you know in your life. We yeah. bought cookies from you, right? Yeah, I think. Yeah, we did. Yeah, Dad's with cars bought cookies. You Dad? sold me out. He did. Yeah. <laughs> I gave you cookies. I brought a couple. In the back of my head, all I, all I hear is Gerard Depardieu singing like, "I like little girls." Jesus. <laughs> well, you were paying. You were the one talking about paying for the experience. The experience of uh, I'll stop supporting right there. the girls' experience <laughs> uh-huh. in selling cookies. Yeah, there you go. Saying. Thank you. Yeah, you know it is interesting. I. I used to be like anti Girl Scout cookies, and now I'm the cookie manager. You know, out of like eleven, Wait, sweet, people. you're the cookie monster. I'm the cookie monster. <laughs> you're the you were the cookie monster to that other mom who's like, I need to do the accounting right now. Oh, she was horrible. Uh, um, yeah, well, thank God you're free of that. No, oh, I'm glad it's over. But it turns you out stuck her in the front. It turns out you know she would be a good employee. <laughs> would she? Yeah, she, she's she'd drive she you fucking crazy. It. She would, but she would do a good job. No. Now, you know what? Those people make I'm me trying, miserable, I'm trying man. To be nice. 
I, well, I appreciate you for yeah, that. She'll never I do listen to this. That. Yeah, so you can just trash the shit out of her. Oh, man. Like, she's um, a horrible human being. Get in the frunk. <laughs> I still have 40 boxes of cookies to sell. Do you? Way. Yeah. How many, to sell? How, yeah. Many, how many of those boxes did you bring with you this evening? You know, I didn't bring any. I, oh, I totally forgot. Evan. I didn't even think about it. Come on. I want to pay for the experience. I'm sorry. <laughs> I want the full Evan with cookies. They let you sell them like for cash a week after everything closes down. Are you down. kidding me? Do you like, get to keep the cash? Well, I, I paid for the cookies. So oh, yeah. hell yeah. Dude, one family owed in cash after selling 1,000 boxes of cookies. The one girl sold 1,007 bo- boxes of cookies. She owed our troop $3,400 in cash. Why? Because she ate all the cookies. Because she sold so many, and that was how many were paid for in cash over the five weeks. And she Wait, just kept but, the cash? But didn't she buy the cookies? No, they give you the cookies at the beginning. Oh, okay. They give them to you, and then, and then they slowly draw a debit out of, you know, when the credit card, most people buy with credit card. So once that builds, builds up, they do a little ACH debit in the middle of the season, and then they do one in, like, the end of May. So essentially, like, if you don't and the rest of the money's them, ours. I was going to say, if you don't sell them, you're getting billed for them. Is that? I've already paid for them. Yeah. So I just need to get my That's money rough. back. It's about, yeah. it's about 200 bucks worth of cookies. I'm going to go out and get it. So what, what happened to the, the girl that owed like $3,000? Well, that's the whole thing. Some it's large like, Girl Scout no, named she paid Angela it. came oh, she did and pay was it. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going I thought you were leading up to some like... No, I'm just saying like the extreme amount of money involved in this. We had to get her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She had her thumbs broken. We had to send the family a message. Yeah. Hey, is there a badge for this? Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, It's your freaking badge. Crack. Yeah. And then she's basically like, Mom, I'm going to need a gun. This one's got fangs. That's the whole thing, though. Like, what you just said. Like, what does she get out of it? Even though that's not nothing. what you meant. She gets nothing. It's such bullshit. Like, you get our troop earned, we sold $30,000 worth of cookies. Our, wow. troop, our troop earned five grand out of that. Okay, so okay. that's 5,000 bucks in cash sitting in our troop's bank account that we can use for uh, crafting supplies, a camping trip, ma- maybe a dinner out, a party. Pantsuits. Just special badge. Yeah, special badges. Pantsuits. <laughs> Pantsuits, whatever. But actually, no, they, the girls have to buy their own pantsuits. No, I'm talking like, but you know, later on, it's like you're interviewing for the first time for that job and you get go to the Girl Scout closet with your Girl Scout pantsuit. Pantsuit Nation. <laughs> what the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> wow. I've gone back to the 2016 elections. I'm like... Oh, I want somebody with a pantsuit. Speaking of pantsuits, my, my daughter dresses very cute. She's 10. And my mother-in-law always buys her clothes when she goes up there to visit, which is maybe once every couple months. And it's always a pantsuit. Oh, God. Like, <laughs> you're buying... First of all, who makes a pantsuit for a 10-year-old? Well, but... Not a full suit, but so like wait a, a pants wait outfit. A Aren't your your mother-in-law and your your father-in-law, like, ultra-right? No. Not not ultra. Okay, but they're right of left. Yes, yeah. yes. They're right of center, sure. So pantsuits? Isn't that like the whole like Hillary oh, Clinton Oh, that's thing? right. I never even thought about that. Yeah. Oh, you should point that out. You should. I was like, you're... You'll never get... She'll never get another uh, pantsuit. You, you, like, you, you this got, is what Hillary Clinton no, wore. You, you'd be like, Charlie, I, I have discovered the antidote. I, I know how we can de- diffuse this now. Yeah. Just like put on a blonde wig and act <laughs> yeah, like a... Yeah, totally. Hillary, and be like, totally. but don't I look just like her? Look at my outfit, Gammy. <laughs> But the emails, the emails. Uh, she wears some chunky short heels. <laughs> yeah, just be like, go to your room. Yeah. Um, all right, Bill's so- coming home, and I have to have dinner ready. <laughs> 
So the the point I was making earlier is that this girl worked her butt off, sold a thousand seven cookies, and definitely earned some quality money for the troop, which is great. But the thing she's getting, I have to fill out the little rewards form on the little program we use, and, and I look at all the stuff that the rewards that they get for this. So one, you get the clout. You know, you get to be like, I got the most out of your okay, 11 so girls. This is a little bit of healthy competition. Yeah, which yeah, is fine. Sure. But I, we, I don't frame it that way, being the cookie guy. I'm just like, guys, if you don't want to go to any booths or sell any cookies, I don't mind. That is fine with me. And if you want to go crazy and try to sell a couple thousand, great. So I, I'm pretty low-key about the whole thing. Like, zero pressure. In fact, my own daughter didn't even have one booth this whole year. She just said no to booths. And I was like, great, cool, whatever. So... Anyway, she's getting a hoverboard, which, what, what can you buy a hoverboard for? Like like the crappy ones with the wheels on the side and you stand in the middle and... I don't... Uh, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I do. It's like a rechargeable hoverboard. Set your house on fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. H- hoverboard. Okay. That was one of those. So that's like the main thing she's getting. And then like a hoodie and a couple shirts I'm gonna and say a blanket. Like under a hundred bucks, you could probably buy that for. Yeah. So it's like, Charlie, you know, I'll just give your Girl Scout troop $300 and just call it a day, sell no cookies, and then I'll take you to the mall and I'll buy you a Lego for 50 bucks. <laughs> and, and let's just call this done. Like, um, I, I think that's what I'm going to do next year instead of selling cookies. Hoverboards, if I take the top one and the bottom one... 150 bucks? Not even. 129 oh is the top and 79 is the bottom. All so right. let's call it 90. Still, let's call it 90 bucks. Still, not worth the work. But I thought you said the, the troop earned three grand. The troop earned five grand. Yeah. Oh, okay. But that's the other thing that I wanted to mention. We don't use it. We have no idea what to use it for. Life is getting busier and busier. These kids are older and older. And, you know, to try to get them all together to go camping or go to the so movies. So I'm not going to rehash uh, the 20 20 minutes of conversation that we had before the podcast started. But you remember how you were talking about total compensation at a technology company? Yes. This whole thing that you're talking about with the Girl Scouts is the same scam. Yeah, it's a scam. It's a scam. And all it does is just keep itself going. I, I have an idea for you. That's that, that, that's what three, three quarters of the money goes right back to Girl Scouts. Yeah, that's so they any can tech keep company that starts with an A. Yeah, I, I, go ahead. I, I, here's an idea for you. Okay, you go on Turo and you rent a Lamborghini Huracan for the weekend. Did you say on tour? Turo. Oh, Turo. You rent a Lamborghini Huracan for the weekend, and you take the trip for little rides around the neighborhood. In exchange for having to sell cookies. Oh, you use the three K or the five K to. Oh rent. no, that that's right. That, oh that's yeah, what for. yeah. <laughs> that that to be my suggestion. That's great. I know what we could use the money for. <laughs> yeah, I got another idea. <laughs> that's great. So I got another idea. Hey, but they when they get an experience. They probably love it. Right. They'd absolutely I, love it. I want to try something with the boxes of the two hundred bucks. We'll get your two hundred bucks back, but I want to see if we could sell a shit ton in a very short amount of time. And we should pick like four different venues to try it. So, f- venue one, Pink Poodle, Friday night, twelve twenty a.m. Good call. Okay, I like that. Right. Uh-huh. Yep. And and we won't get an actual Girl Scout there. We'll get some eighteen-year-old or twenty-year-old dressed Jesus. as a Girl Scout. <laughs> okay, I don't know where you're going with this. I'm trying to sell cookies quick. <laughs> well, so that that's that's venue one. You got you got to throw in a dispensary. 
Oh, oh, good idea. Nice. Kaliva, right on the corner there. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and you legally can do that, by the way. I talked to the Girl Scout like manager. Oh, it's and, badass. And she's like, you can do it, but you need to be mobile. You need to be like be able to be to in a run. wagon. You need to be able to run. You need to have skates on. We've, we've done this before. Yeah. You need to be able to run. If you're high, make sure that you're, you're, you've got pads and, you know, if you're wearing your inline skates, wear a helmet. You need a getaway car. Yeah. <laughs> She didn't care about, like, don't take any of the okay. Girl Scouts with you. She was just like, no, if you're going to do that, just run. Be, just right. be no. ready to move. Run. Hank, it's California, man. Yeah. She was just like, yeah, that's cool. She's like, but just make sure it's in a wagon so okay. it's not I called, like, a booth, I, I, you know? I, uh, so we got two venues. Where's our next one? Paper Planes. Paper Planes. <laughs> Downtown? Yeah. Yeah, that, that's a good idea. Yeah, or, like, in between, where's the place where we were walking back from? Haberdashery. Yeah. Yeah, perfect. Right Between there. Haberdashery and Mama oh, really, Kin. Really yeah, yeah. anywhere down in a downtown environment on the weekend. The problem night, is, is that yeah. my daughter, who's 10 years old, no, is no, asleep no. at 9 o'clock. Yeah, no, we're not doing that. that we're doing dads bump. with cars selling fucking Girl Scout cookies. <laughs> I wish I had more than 40 left now. D- DWC, dads with cookies. It works. Oh, my God. It does. <laughs> we should get the stickers printed, too. It's like, listen to this podcast. Okay, do you know Here's how some fun, cookies. Do you know how fun that would actually be? Like, if we're all in contact with each other, like... What's going on with run, you? Run, Ben, run! <laughs> Meet me at the rendezvous point. <laughs> where, where, where's, when's the next uh, DWA Cars and Coffee? Oh, there you go. That's oh, a perfect that's place. That's coming up soon. Why? Yeah. I, it's too early in the morning, though. It's like dads with donuts. We could make... But, you know, most of the time, cool people bring donuts and but, sell them for free. Uh, but any of those... And, like, that, that whole crowd, you'd sell out. Oh, yeah. I got an idea. Th- this is good notes for next year. No, with the... With the... the Donuts. We could get like little chocolate wafers. Okay. With the DWA. No. DWC? With, yeah, with the mm-hmm. uh, the the logo, the QR code printed on it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You can get that. Can yeah. You? That'd, That'd be, be badass. Sweet. Yeah, edible QR code. You know what else I was thinking about for those things? Some kind of like little poker chip. Yeah. With the logo on one side and the QR code on the other. Key ring. Like, Yep. On people's Oh, like, I kind of like that. Like yeah. A thing. Yeah, key ring or yeah. s- something practical. Yeah. I'm liking that a lot. Yeah. We should do that. Yeah, let's do that. Why Ooh, wouldn't, no, why no, wouldn't so, we do that? So now, now you got me thinking, what about like a little car air freshener? Ooh, yeah. Yeah. What, what would the scent be? New car? How about carbureted fuel? Ooh. <laughs> yeah. You know, so hey, speaking of that and directing us slightly back to cars. So I went over... To uh, my friend Danny's tonight, saw the Alpinia, and the entire garage had that smell. Oil. No, Gas. fuel. Gas. And it was just like, ah, oh, so good, you know? And... Yeah, I apologize for my garage right here. It does not smell of gas. Yeah, it yeah, smells like coffee. It smells really fine. good. Yeah, it just <laughs> smells great instead. So, you know, he's nowhere to be found, and I'm just sitting there in the garage, and I'm kind of looking around, I was like, oh, he has the primer for the fuel injection out no wonder i can smell fuel yeah. he comes in he's like oh i was just working on the primer for the fuel injection i'm like yeah i, I can tell <laughs> i can see and i can smell it yeah it's kind of a brilliant moment all but, right so actually i do want to because we were talking a little bit before we started recording mm. about uh loft this weekend yep because you didn't finish your story i wondered if you wanted to like retell your story <laughs> this is the car thing and um it's just a, it's just a to bring thing, evan up right? to speed it's air-cooled porsches in uh, Los Angeles, right? Typically, no, but typically, the, it's but... at Mare Island in the oh, East Bay. Oh, right there. Yeah, yeah, right where you said. Yeah. So uh, a friend of mine, Brooks, 
who has an 87 Carrera, so 3.2 with the G50 transmission, um, which he has owned. He's the second owner. Bought it from an old guy in Oakland, uh, fully documented and all original. And he's a big originality person. So, does he want me to build him a watch? <laughs> no, he, ha- he has a sub and probably not. Um, unless you built him a Daytona, because he's on the waiting list and he's been on the waiting list for like five years. Yeah, well, that's so a, this guy's that's pretty. New. He's pretty broke. Yeah. Oh, he's hella broke. That's um, too bad. Yeah, it sucks for him. He's got a million kids though, so he is a dad. He's a dad. Three, three or four, t- three times over. That's a lot of children. It's a lot of kids. Yeah. Anyway, um, so <laughs> he s- texts me yesterday. He's like, "Hey, you know, just checking in. You still, still going? Yep, still going." I was actually gonna text you because I want to know where we're gonna meet. Um, and I was like, "I can meet you up in in Walnut Creek, near where you live." And he's like, "Yeah, yeah, that'd be great." Okay, so here's what I'm thinking: I'm gonna ride with you, and my dad's gonna bring me back. I was like. Bro, wait, what? Yeah, have you looked in your own garage? And he's like, yeah, yeah, so I'm going to ride with you, and then I'll ride with my dad back. It's like, what if I'm driving a water-cooled car? Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll ride with you. Like, time out. You have an air-cooled, like, we're going to this thing for you. Like, he invited me to this thing six months ago, or whatever got announced. He bought tickets immediately, and was like, and you're not bringing your car? Like, what the hell's going on? So this goes on for a bit, and finally it's quiet. It's like, hey, man, I'm not driving you. <laughs> He's like, what? It's like, no, I refuse to drive you. <laughs> this is not happening. Like, get in your car <laughs> the one question, and meet me at yeah, the freaking film. That is bizarre. The one, it was so <laughs> weird. Yeah. So the one question I didn't ask was like, well, what's his dad driving? He said he's... He Macan. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> not actual. No. Uh, so, so what's the what was the final outcome? He's driving. He is. Yeah. Okay, okay. I shamed him into driving. Good. You should. Excellent. You should. Well, was he afraid of the mileage or like? I he, don't know. <laughs> or is there a problem with the car? I mean, that did no, occur to me. There's no problem with the car. I was okay. like, when was the last time you drove it? He's like, he's doing the thing that you know I think is everybody's dream. It's like he's driving that thing to go get the dry cleaning oh, at the awesome. grocery store. Awesome. I mean, two to three miles, but he's at least driving it a couple times a week. It's like, it's running, right? Yeah, it's running. How's it running? Oh, you know, a little bit of white smoke, but like I think he's super worried that he's going to blow up the top end or something. I was thinking maybe he was just like nervous to park it, you know, in a, in a, a parking garage with a ton at, of people. At an event with it where everybody's, where everybody's driving an air-cooled, like an air-cooled <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's the worst place to yeah. park your car. That is yeah. literally the, pla- the only place I would want to park that car. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was bizarre. Yeah, I would really never bizarre. do that. I... I do Honestly, not. you know what? If he if he legitimately didn't drive it, I told him I'm like I'm just going to back it out of your driveway. But honestly, where I would go next is I- I'm buying this car from you. Like fuck off! <laughs> I'm, I'm, take, buy- I'm, I'm buying this, this car. car. I'm taking this car off of you. Yeah, Clear, you're no longer clearly. worthy of driving this yeah. car. <laughs> yeah, it needs love, <laughs> and you have love to give. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then I immediately. The day I bought it, you know what I do, Ben? Uh, make it not all original. Yes, I'd replace the <laughs> steering wheel immediately. <laughs> yes, that's what I'd do. Yeah. So when is this? And, event? But he has, and also you'd replace the gear shift, right? Yeah, the shifter. Yeah, the shifter's rubbish too. Yeah. Is it like all weekend? 
it's Saturday and Sunday, but we have tickets for Sunday. And it's just an indoor car show, or it's is not it indoor. It's at Mare Island. So the, oh, there's no like a building there or something. It's just outside. I don't know. I mean, they they pick very interesting industrial spaces. Um, they have a number of like you can get the book from the previous events. They do like a photo book basically, um, and every one that I've seen, they're like architecturally significant. And they look great in photos, but they they have thematics and they put the cars in themes. You do have to register. So I I don't think I mean, he must not have registered the car and they only take a certain number of cars and they really curate it. So it's not it's not like everything's a singer. Right. Right. It's you know, there's a bunch of things that are very original or very beat interesting, up you know or, yeah and yeah. they're yeah. and they're from all over like from all over the country or people come from all over to do this i mean or is it just california it's people Calif- drive it's or what pretty california centric at this I point see. although the, you know kind of like radwood or legends they're starting to do them in other locations and i think norcal was one of the things they were like yeah we should do norcal but they also have uh they didn't do like a full event but they did some kind of mini event i think think at Amelia Island, kind of the same way that Radwood's done it and yep. Legends has done it. So and then the weekend after that is the O2 show and swap in Brisbane. And I don't think I'm gonna have a car to drive to that. No. Sadly. How come? I thought your car it just was kinda went dark. Pretty close. What's yeah. the latest? Oh, yeah. What's the latest? Yeah, didn't you say they didn't get back to you for three days or was that the Porsche guy? That was the Porsche guy. That was the Porsche guy. Okay. No, the BMW people have just gone completely dark. So you reached out to them? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's because they want another five grand. <laughs> you, they're afraid to tell me that it's another five grand. I'm not That's liking these is. people at all. Don't say their name. I'm sure we did before at some point, but don't, don't say <clears throat> I mean, it. I think... I'm going to lambaste them. I think if I had it to do over again, I would definitely have them build the motor. I would figure out some way of getting the motor into the car myself. And then I would trailer the car back to them and be like, make it run. Yeah. So that they take care of the break in and all the other things, which is the reason why I had them do all this assembly. It's just gotten out of control. Yeah. Yeah. It's sucking the fun out of it. Well, the other thing. So on the other end of it, the Porsche back to the Porsche guy. So he, he did get back to me and was like, Oh yeah, this, that, and the other. And, and then it was, it was a little bit hectic. It was a, f- it was last Friday. It was like, come get the car. It's like, shit. Okay. Like full day of work, figure this out. Went over there and you know, we hadn't talked about a price. You hadn't talked about a price for the install. No. Wow. We're he s- said we so different. <laughs> <laughs> I would never leave a car with someone without like signing a piece of paper that says, do not go over this dollar amount without calling me. Yeah. Well, I mean, and I did that with the 1602 and it's meant nothing. But yeah, anyway, that's true. So I get there, you know, and I'm like, all right, what do I owe you? And I'm prepping for a fair amount of money. I don't know what the number is that I'm prepping for, but it's, it's, it's significant. Can I guess? Yeah, go for it. Oh, wait. I think you told me. No, no, no. You can guess it. what you... Th- what like, do you think I'm thinking it's going to be? Like a grand. Well, no. That's what it actually was. Okay. That was cheap. Yeah. 
Yeah. Incredibly cheap. Yeah. Because I'm yeah. thinking it's going to be like four or five grand. It just popped into my head. I remember thinking, what a deal. You know, yeah. This guy's awesome. It was a thousand bucks. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, well, what about the supplies? He's like, yeah, you owe the shop like 260 bucks. I'm like, what? He swapped a motor in a 911 for you for a thousand bucks. And these other people are charging you $24,000. Something like that. Yeah. To, to put a motor in a 1602. Well, I mean, they built the motor as well. No, but that doesn't include the price of the motor. Yeah. It does. It does. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, well, what, what that that motor could cost ten grand easy. Yeah. Well, the build was ten grand, but it was another okay. like fourteen to get it in the car, gotcha. which seems insane. I was thinking it was twenty four just to put it in the car or something like that. Okay. It's still though that is pretty exorbitant. Fourteen grand to get an engine back in a car and going. Yeah. It's not like it's a modern car with all sorts of electronics and. What well, is know, a modern car with a bunch of electronics? But all the electronics were there. It's got, yeah, it's got handmade aluminium piping or whatever. Mm, yeah, which looks good. Again. I really want. I'm, I want you. To, I want you to get the car because I want to see that. Yeah, yeah, me too. I mean, I want to see it too. Wow. Wait, what? When you say modern, <laughs> I mean it's not. What year is that car? The car is a '69. Okay, how is that modern? No, the engine is modern. The engine is modern. Well, the engine is. Uh, I believe the blocks is '73. The head is an '80 something. But what's modern is all the induction and the computers that run the fuel injection and the spark and everything. So I'm not running a distributor and I'm not running uh, a carburetor. Well, I was going to say fuel injection and period right there. That's a major yeah. upgrade. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Modern. About and the, like, the fuel injection stuff is about as modern as you can get, right? Yeah. I mean, it's like individual throttle bodies. And you can like tweak it forever. Yeah. 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 I can't wait to see the thing. I can't even picture it. I mean... We got to know each other, I think, better and better, but it was only after that car had been away. I don't think I've ever even seen the car in person. No, you have. I don't think I have. Yeah. I couldn't even tell you what color it is. It's white. Okay, I think I know that from a photo. I don't know. I don't know. I really don't. I'll know when I see it, if I've seen it, you know, but I have a feeling I haven't. And if I did, it might have just been parked on your street one day when I came by. Yeah, maybe. I'm not sure. It's Oh, cool. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I've seen it. <laughs> I meant in person. Actually, I know, I, I know I, you've seen it because I drove... You came, When you did the oil change on your car in my garage, I drove past you and Charlie in the car and then parked it on the street. I see. Yeah. Oh, so it was that... Okay, so that wasn't even that long ago. That was um, October. They've only had my car since December. And it's, it's, it's almost May now. But like what, because I don't know when we're going to actually push this podcast out. Do they have other out. cars there? Yes. Like, why is it taking them so long to put... I don't know. It's like, wrap it up. I don't know. It should yeah. take four, three or four days max with three with a couple guys working on it. Well, fo- the problem is... Focused he, on it? No, the problem is, it. It, is that he doesn't have enough money. Right? <laughs> so they're just like, oh, we'll just fit this one in. Well, like in between other jobs. This guy well, wait, doesn't have a lot of money. Maybe he has enough money, but there's just not a furnace big enough to burn it all. <laughs> No, I like think what Ben is saying. What Ben is saying is, I've spent a ridiculous amount of money, but the real people that they care about are spending like a truly ridiculous amount of money. That, really. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm like, how can you spend this much money already, and then just be treating you like the oh, yeah, and hey, he's just a kid, and you know he doesn't have a lot of money, so we'll. We said we do the we do the work for me. It's a good cause, and you know we want to get him back on the road. So, guys, if you could just like you know just do like forty five minutes at the end of a shift, and you know we'll just charge it at half time. You know, see that's because- the thing. I feel like if they're pushing it to the back like that, then you're getting the buddy deal. 
but you're not getting but the buddy deal. But that's what I'm saying. You're not getting the buddy deal. Right. You're getting the bad part of the buddy deal, and you're paying the big money. And I'm paying the money. I think that the thing that's most fascinating to me is, because, and we talked about this a little bit, so I won't like super rehash, but these guys are hot rod guys, like, like American, that's what I was say, American, American steel hot rods and the things of BMW. And then I look at that and I compare it to like where I would expect to get completely raped at the Porsche place. And the Porsche place has been utterly Inexpensive, yeah, a thousand bucks for a motor swap labor. Well, and the well, motor, the motor that. was fifteen grand. Well, yeah. but, you, but when you think about it, it's, that is two hundred fifty dollars per bolt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, Porsche, brilliant. Yeah, so Amazing. easy. Three plugs and four bolts, and you're in. That works out to twelve dollars per quarter turn yeah. on the wrench. Yeah, he's literally like, "Oh God, the work is so hard. Hang on." <laughs> Meanwhile, he's like online gambling and talking to his girlfriend. You know, he's, he's like, "Oh my God, this air cooled engine is oh, so God, it's so hard, it's so heavy. I might actually have to get the winch out." No, he's literally there with like the floor, the the harbor freight yeah, floor exactly. jack. He's like, "Oh yeah, here comes the Daytona baby." Yeah. Oh God, cars. What are we gonna do? Okay, I need a drink. Okay, yeah, me too. I picture like an AA meeting, you know, where everyone's like, "I had a drink last night." Mm-hmm. Hi, my, I'm, my I'm, name is Ben. Yeah, my name is Evan, and I'm an angry person behind the wheel. Hi, Evan. Yeah. <laughs> my name is Evan, and I beeped my horn today. <laughs> Hi, it's, Evan. It's been two yeah. days. Hi, right. It's Hi, been ben. two days since the last time I beeped my horn. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> That's good. You know, I, I living downtown. You must now go and perform two oil changes. Uh huh. <laughs> I, I, I cannot control the. My hand hitting the horn or could, the I horn easily, going off. I could easily beat my horn for, I don't know, I'd say a good 10 seconds every day living downtown. But yeah. I, do, I don't. I, hey, I, I used live to, downtown, but I stopped. I'm like, I never use the horn. Yeah, I stopped. I was just like, you know what? You're not in a hurry. Every time I think, where are you going? What do you, it's not a you big know, deal. Just chill out. I, I, I had a complete like reconsideration of, of using my horn in the way that I would use it in London or in any other European city when I learned that in this neighborhood that I live in some years ago, somebody had like beeped their horn at somebody and then they'd just been shot and killed. Wow. Oh, Willow Glen. Yeah. Well, what do you mean by that? No, I mean exactly literally that. Really? Yeah. So, so people, somebody, get, people somebody, get freaking crazy in yeah, Willow Glen. Yeah, they just get crazy and... Apparently that happened. Like, there's some guy cut somebody else off. The guy beeped his horn. The guy stopped his stopped his truck. Got out. Shot him. Yeah, that's the last straw. You beeped your horn. Now you're dead. Yeah, I that's mean, why. I mean, not horn beeping or anything, but the obnoxiousness of mainly drivers down Pine Street where I used to live in Willow Glen. I was like, I can't deal with this anymore. Yeah. Like, it took 20 minutes some days to get out of my driveway, and nobody would let you in. It's like. You see me sitting here. Yeah. I live here. Yep. You like won't you won't open up a space so that I can like pull my car out of my own driveway on my own street. I was like, I'm done with this. Wow. So I'm gonna I I'm gonna own up to the actually twice today. You beeped your horn twice today. I did. <laughs> thank, thank Hi you. Ben. Good, good thank evening. you for sharing with us. <laughs> Hi Ben. Good evening everyone. My name's Ben. I yeah. beeped my horn twice this evening. Hi Hi Ben. So <laughs> Just on the way over here. <laughs> um, what is it like? So there is a very. I know that this is very British, 
I want to get back to your story. That's fine. The, the We're having confessional, by the way, listeners. Yeah. So yeah. We I, were all we've turned today. to beep, beep, con, horn confessions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, beeping confessions. Horny confessions. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. Horny confessions. Lay it on. <laughs> Lay on that horn. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. More horn. Horny confessions <laughs> of a dad with a car. Beep, uh, beep. It's a very, it's a, this is a very British thing. Because the very British thing, of course, is like, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, please. No, you go first. No, you go first. No, you uh, go first. Yes. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you for holding the yeah, door. The Portlandia episode where they end up doing yeah. that. Yeah. They exactly. stay there for yeah. like a day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so just, uh, just around the corner from my, the, the road that I live on, there is a road and it's really wide. It's, a, it's, like, it's an easily like four lanes wide. It isn't a four lane road. It's just like is a- Is that Newport? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, know, I know exactly what you're talking about. And- there's always cars parked on both sides of the road. I always drive straight down the middle. And plenty of room. And that's what everybody does. Yeah. They drive I don't down know the, what it is about that road. They it's drive so messed straight up. down the middle of the road. And it's yeah. also the road is also on a bus route. Yeah. Right? I'm guilty. Sorry. But so here's the thing. I've never done that. I always stay to the right no matter what. So I always stay to the right. And not only do I stay to the right, this happened this morning. Not only do I do I stay to the right. But if there is a car parked on both sides and I'm approaching, then and then I can see another car coming in, there's like they're they're in the middle, right? Yep. I, I kind of stop. I'll go, no, you go first. Please. No, you go. No, you go first. No, you go. No, you go first. No, please. It, please. you go. So I do that and I'm ex- I'm acknowledging this is a very British polite thing to do, okay? But I do that. And then everybody else just fucking rams through the middle. <laughs> That's me. Sorry. American. And I'm like, do you see me here? No. Do you see me letting you no, through? We don't. Do you see me being polite? Yep. Don't care. And careful. No? Nope. Well, when you don't, you are going to get beeped. <laughs> and it's going to be for <laughs> six or seven seconds long. Whoa. Ooh, yeah. That is major. It's, it's that is aggression. No, no, no. It's not a polite, oh, I'm, you know, hey. Did you it's see like, me? You jerk. It's, yeah, it's, it's like, like, it's like no, it's <laughs> <laughs> you son of a. Yeah. Wow. And your car looks menacing. So that makes it all the worse. So that that's that's one. And Did I, that happen today? That happened today. Okay. And then this was on the school. How run. do you feel after you after you beep? It, it really frustrates me that people can be that selfish. And, I think, and unaware, unaware and or selfish. I, I think if you're aware of what you're doing, you're being selfish. Well, just being unaware if, is selfish if you're, when, if you're behind the wheel of a car. I, I agree. Wow. But if you're unaware of the situation or the protocol and you just, you're just blundering through it, then I can kind of forgive you that, but you're still being rude. So yeah. I'm going to, ha- I have no problems with the seven second beep. I'll say that first. I'm exaggerating, but yes. I think, I think that is rude and obnoxious, but I will say this. There is, because I don't, I, I am not, well, I'm about to tell a story where I'm a rude and obnoxious driver today, but generally I'm not a rude and obnoxious driver, and I don't know what it is about that road, but I can't drive to one side or the other. I'm always in the middle. And I'm the guy with the license plate that says UX matters because I actually care about that, and I think there's something there's something fundamentally flawed with how that road oh, is laid out. You mean like it's a vortex or something? No, like that? no, like there's no middle. There's they no need line. a friggin' line there's down the no middle. There's no line in the middle. You're right. Yeah. Oh, there's, a line and, would solve the well, problem. The other, the other thing I is, didn't know there was, that's, no, right. the other, that's the, right. Here's the other thing. Much like the street that I live on, uh, Newport, it's like a big 
hump. Like the center of the road is the high point, and it's like a huge slope on it's either a, it side. It has a big camber. And so, saying. like when you're driving, you feel a little bit like, oh, the passenger side of the car is like leaning towards the whatever. And so I'm like, ah, cracked, you know, and I'm in the middle of the road. Like I've I've caught myself with cars coming the other direction. Like, oh shit, I really need to get over because I'm legit driving in the middle of the road. Interesting. I I, don't, I think I've only driven that road twice. So you know? <laughs> I. I'm, as we're talking about it, I'm realizing why this is such a British, British thing. It's because, of course, we have like these tiny country lanes everywhere, right? Yeah. So you have to the do The B that. roads. Yeah, you have to do that all the time. You're always going to giving way and let and you're like, through. And you're like, no, no, no. No, you do. You're like, you can go. Yeah. Do okay, people sure. beep a lot in, in Britain? Uh, n- not, no, because we're too polite. Okay. Yeah. I mean, the London, worst is London, driving in, in London. Yeah, the sure. worst is yeah. driving in Cornwall, where you literally are like, "Oh God, I got to back up half a mile," because then there's like a little bump out that you pull into as the tractor goes by. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, the little, little, little pull-ins. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of backing out, before I forget, I just I had a glory moment in Sayulita, Mexico, with my in-laws in the back and my wife in the front, and my kid sandwiched in between them, and I went down like what felt like a quarter mile of a road that was about six feet wide. And this tiny little car with all of us in it. And I realized I had to turn around. It was like a dead end. Oh, no. And I backed up all the way down the road at a pretty brisk pace. Yeah. And I was like, just relax, everybody. Just relax. <laughs> you know, it's like I could sense in the car. Everybody was like, oh, my God. You know, did you do a J turn at the end? I didn't do that. No. <laughs> well, but, you'd, be, you'd be an expert in Cornwall driving because yeah, that's what you have to I, do. It made me think of that. And I got some good compliments from the father in law, which was oh, cool. Nice. That's yeah, good. It was cool. Yeah. And it wasn't until like two hours later. Yeah. He was like, by the way, um, that was pretty cool. <laughs> parking cars. I think parking cars helped with that. Yeah, definitely. Um, all right. Well, I got one. I got one thing yeah. before we go to Please. you. No, no, go ahead. I, I just have to ask. This is a British thing. So, when British people piss one another off and they kind of <laughs> do it intentionally on the road, uh-huh. you see the mouth. Sorry, and it's always done exactly <laughs> like that. Sorry, yeah. And yeah. it has that weird accent because I've heard my wife do it a bunch, where yep. she's like done something fucking ridiculous, and then she's like, "Oh, sorry." Yep. She never says. Sorry. Any other time than that. <laughs> yeah, it's a. Ten- well, I mean, she never says sorry. You know what it is? Generally, but it, it's the same. That's unfortunate. It's the same inflection in tennis, right? Yeah. So if you hit a let in mm-hmm. tennis, mm-hmm. where the ball hits the net and you win the point, but yeah. it's kind of like a bullshit point. Yeah. And so you, you go, oh, sorry. Yeah. It's exactly the same. Yeah. Feel, feel Which, bad so for like, scoring. So- I've just done that, and I, I'm not sorry. But yeah. I'm gonna say that, sorry. That's it. That's You've it. nailed it. Yeah, that. I'll, sorry. I'm, actually, in in American English, is fuck off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you might as well just be like Suck fuck it. off. Yeah, that's how I feel about Hawaiian. Like the word mahalo. Like every time you see the word mahalo, it's like something that is really unpleasant. Please don't smoke suck here. It. Mahalo. Suck <laughs> it. Yeah, mahalo is like Hawaiian for suck it. It totally is. Like, don't leave your bags here. Mahalo. Oh, I d- no, I've just cut in front of you on the freeway. Mahalo. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Suck it. Have you guys ever gotten out of the car? To- oh, hell yeah. Really? really? Hell yeah. Really? Yes. Yeah. I- I'm like foaming at the mouth. I'm like, like, ah, like stuff coming off the... Yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. You got out of the car and confronted another driver in traffic? You know, th- and Ben was with me one time when I wanted to do it. This Ooh. a-hole 
in an Aston Martin <laughs> who we're on a rally yes. with yeah, this slams on the brakes in bad. the middle of like, like we're in the middle of fucking nowhere. Yeah, it was we're doing late, 120 miles an hour. Highway. No, it was, it was the, yeah, no, you're right. It was, he did it twice. Yeah. And it was like, what the fuck, jackass? He got in front of you and hit the brakes at 120. He was, he passed me at one point and we're going down and we were like, he slammed on the brakes. We're like, oh, shit, does he have a blowout or whatever? Like, the car's getting squirrely, and we're all slamming on the brakes. Like, really slamming on him. Oh, yes. I, I mean, I, honestly, wow. I pretty much had to restrain David and Cameron yeah. at this point. David so was, was literally, yeah, yes. David was like, I'm going to fucking Passenger or driving? He was no, driving. he was in his own Oh, he must have been livid. Oh, yeah. Oh, he lost his shit. I don't he blame like, him. He was like, he's like, show me this fucking ass hat right now. God. <laughs> so what happened? We don't know. We, we have no we, idea why he know. did it. And you know, it was like, I can't remember what it was, like, like 156 or something. We were, yeah, it, was it was like, like somewhere, those, like in the middle we were of like nowhere. Central Coast. Somewhere. And it was like nobody for 10 miles down this either direction in this road. And he just I mean, slammed I mean, on the brakes. What, was it, did he, was he thinking, you know, brake checking you in some way? No, I think he was getting a blowy and he just, he was done. A blowjob. Yeah, I think that was happening. Okay. Did you call it a blowy? Yeah. I've never heard that in my life. Well, you know, Aston Martin, blowy. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I just jizzed. Sorry. All right, I got out of the car two days ago. Sick. <laughs> but I but I don't think I've ever gotten out of the car before, now that I think of it. Was I, a horn I don't involved, think I ever have. Was a horn involved? There were a couple horns. Uh-huh. Before you got out of the car? But the thing is, let me just say this before this quick little story. Like, I live downtown, so every time I open the garage and drive out of my house, which is multiple times a day, every single day... You run into, I'm usually saying the word asshole within, I'd say, four turns. Huh. You know, if, like, I'm not to the highway you yet. I'm still in downtown. You're in downtown that I live in. I mumble it to myself. I'm not, like, yelling like, out the car like, oh, or like that. asshole. Yeah. yeah. I just go, asshole. Yeah. That, that's kind of, that's my go-to yeah. right there. Uh-huh. Asshole. I thought it was turd hammer. <laughs> that's a good one, too. I do love turd yeah. hammer. If someone's in the car with me, I'll say turd hammer. Uh-huh. Because it's funny. Yeah, turd hammer's great. You know, the daughter, she can say turd hammer, that's fine, but asshole's a little crass. So I run into a lot of assholes. And you figure after 14 years of living down there, leaving all those days, eventually you're going to run into like king asshole. You know? <laughs> yeah. And I, yeah, like I the, really like think. Like the boss in the video yeah, game. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. I finally reached the boss level. Oh, exactly. Nice. Thank you for that. Yeah. So, and it wasn't what I expected. It wasn't. <laughs> It, it wasn't All right, start at the beginning. Start at the beginning. No, so you I, come out of the garage. I, I come out of the garage. I make okay. a left. There's just, there's like a back drive there, two lane road, with no center line, but and there's parking on both sides. Anyway, and it reaches two main one way thoroughfares downtown on either side. So I go to the one that's if you make a left, it's one way going to the left. Let's just say that. So in the thoroughfare, someone is parked illegally, just parked in my lane about three or four car lanes back from the intersection. So I get behind him and I toot my horn and he's like, Oh, okay. Yeah. I got to go. You know, I could tell he was on his phone and which by the way, if you look at my window at all the cars going by, like 85% of the people are on their phones. Yeah. They're like on only fans. Yeah. And they've, none of them have ever heard of a phone mount. No. Like they're all holding their phones. Wait, in their hands. They're on only fans content provider or subscriber. Subscriber. I mean, you could you could do it. I'm, I'm betting this that guy would make was, more sense. I'm betting this guy was subscriber. So he he sees that I'm behind him. I'm with my wife and kid, and he pulls forward to the intersection and then stops, and then puts his brake light on. I'm sorry, put puts his hazard lights on. 
And I'm what? like, what the hell is this guy doing? He's just stopping. And I can't, you can't really get out other than, you know, I'd have to turn around and go out the other, to the other street, which I didn't want to go to. Anyway, whatever. It was ridiculous. It's like stopping in the middle of the road and taking up a lane of traffic and just putting your hazards on and be like, I've got to do something on my phone real quick. Unacceptable. No. So Not acceptable. I, how, long, how long did this go on before you got out of the car? Like, how long were you stopped? Three seconds. Okay. I, I, to, I tooted my horn again. I was like, like lo- you were you were waiting long enough to go. Okay, this isn't changing. Oh no, he, he his head didn't move. He didn't react to my horn. Wow. He was just looking down. And I wish you were in the. He truck. He knew I was behind him. I wish you were in the truck at that moment. You know why? I w- I, I could have tapped him in the truck easily. No, not tapped him. Just pushed him bad. out of the way. Yeah, I don't like push him into the middle of the, the road. Here's the awesome. thing: I don't think he would have sat there if you were in the truck. I don't. Th- I think he would have probably moved. Yeah, he probably would have. Yeah, I was in a white. Like, I was in a white BMW run of the mill. Yeah. So, well, speaking of that, I was saying, like, if it was some gangster dude, which we get plenty of downtown, there's no way I would have gotten out of my car. I would just let it go. I could tell it was like a nice-looking gentleman driving a uh, Accord in good good condition, a newer newer model Accord. So, anyway, I get out of, I open the car door, and my wife does not stop me from getting out of the car. Normally, she would like. I would imagine she calm would you down. Grab my arm and be like, "Evan, oh my god, get you back are- in the car and let's go." <laughs> you and I have such the different. Like Anna would have been like, "Aren't you going to get out of the car?" <laughs> <laughs> like when the red mist goes off, she's like, "We're all on deck, right?" Oh like, god. let's take them. Well, uh, apparently, Karen, are was- you going to accept that? <laughs> yeah, like, what the hell's the matter with you? Yeah. I'm like, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like get the fuck out of the car and beat his ass so karen does not stop me from getting out of the car and i was kind of hoping she would in a way <laughs> you know but she didn't and i get out and i walk over to the guy and i stand right at his door his windows up i ask him to roll it down and he rolls it down and i was like bro i'm like you can't i, I said i need to get my car out and i can't exit with you in the lane did you call him bro can you please can complete your turn i don't think i called him bro yeah but that was the gist of what i said i should have been like dear sir i said it nicely yeah i was i was very nice yeah but i was kind of like can you please move your car so i can get you know it's like (laughs) why do i have to do this this is so stupid why you stopped right here yeah um and he just goes no (laughs) (laughs) looks me right in the eye says no and then I said, uh, no, he said, you can go around. And I go, I can't go around. You're at an intersection. I've got my family with me, and I'm not doing that. It's not safe. Yeah. It's totally sketchy, actually. It's like not... Anyway, so as I'm saying the explanation of my family's in the car or whatever, the window just starts going up. And he just looks back down at his phone and just completely ignores me. So so he just went back to doing whatever he was yep, doing. Yep. Ro- ro- rolled the window up and said, I'm done talking to you. Exactly. Yeah, yeah I'm done with this guy. Yeah. Oh, my God. I would have gone full wow. Michael Douglas. Nah. Yeah, I would have gone full Michael Falling Douglas. Falling down. Yeah, I would have gotten the tire iron. <laughs> I would have winged the tire iron through the back window, and then I would have pulled the guy out and just, you know, run I w- him over in his own to. car. I wanted to. I mean, I was just so furious. Yeah. Actually, I, I wouldn't a lot have done of any. emotions. I wouldn't have done any of that. Out. I would have let my wife do it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so, she she did have a bite at him because what happened was we got back in the car, or I got back in the car. I calmly backed up the car, pulled up right next to him, 
And, you know, there was no cars around. I waited till there wasn't one car coming down third because that's when it gets sketchy. And I completed my turn. I just left. And, he, and I did. I went around him. But in the meantime, Karen rolled her window down and called him asshole right to his face. And he yeah. looked up, right? And I'm thinking, you just had like this hot chick call you an asshole in the middle of the street. Like, what? Why? Because you are an asshole. Like, <laughs> why did you do that? I, I was so angry. And then I, I was going to go hang out with her and her friend and, and the kids. And I was like, I need to go home. Like, just dropped them off and went home and like was furious for like an hour. It just ruined everything. For yeah, me. it really that did. Sucks. And then I, then suck. I once it went away, I hopped in the car and went back and hung out with everybody and was back oh, to normal. But I, I really let it get the better of me. I, I really did. I, I think, I think this is interesting because I just don't, I don't know how anybody could behave like that. Yeah, I mean, it's one thing to like pull over to the side and throw your hazards on and like have to do something that's selfish right Uh, and although i can kind of understand it if you were like had something urgent or whatever but to like be holding somebody up and then that person comes and says hey could you you know can you just go around the corner please can you you please go around the corner can you i you know you're blocking my way i can't get out basically is what you're saying yeah to bait to like to turn to you and say no and then wind the window up i don't yeah. i don't know what what's going on like in society and manners that is that that, that is acceptable now I'm i'll give you. you i'll give you an, another example so it's a work example it's not cars but uh there we do a lot of collaborative work with the stuff that i do so there's a lot of people that have specific skills. So sometimes you need to go to somebody and say, hey, you really know how to do this thing. And I need, I need your help to, make, to do something, right? So I need your help to do some analysis. We've got to produce a, a view or an output of this bunch of data. And you're really good at doing it. You've done it a lot. We rely on you for this kind of stuff. <laughs> I'm so, thinking about something completely different. It's like... You're really good at like shining the uh, execs on. I'm gonna need you to write this part of the presentation where we like shine these people on. Yeah. No, it wasn't that. It was just like, hey, it was. You know what it was? The like, is there a specific particular skill in taking uh, the responses from surveys and turning them into meaningful insights? Yeah, right. That makes sense because survey data is messy. Yeah. Basically, survey data is messy, but it's also can be really insightful. And there was a guy at work and, and he has a reputation. He came from this background. He's done surveys like for years and years and years. We had a survey that we we're doing. And I went to him and I said, hey, so you're going to be able to help us do this survey stuff. And it's, <coughs> and it's urgent. It's always urgent. But like, yeah. it's urgent and we need it done really quickly. So I can, I can rely on you to help me do this stuff because I've never done it, right? I can rely on you to help me do that. And he looked at me and he went, no. Yeah. No, he said no. But here's how he said it. He said, no. I'm not really interested in doing that. Hmm. And I was like, what? I mean, I can understand, like, I don't really want to do this anymore. Like, I'm going to try to figure out, I'm going to go do something different. But like, this is my job now. So of course I'm going to help you. No, he literally said, yeah, I'm not. He said, that bores me. Basically. Essentially. (laughs) He was like, I'm not really interested in doing that. No. That bores me. I'm like, I was like, wow. The youth of today. Seriously. 
I mean, I, I would never do that in a million years. If someone came up to me, I don't care how busy I was or what I was doing, and they said, can you please move? I'd be like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Sure. Yeah. yeah I you, just would. Like exactly. politeness would kick in. <clears throat> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Politeness would kick yeah. in. All right. So. Wow. I think. So do, do, are you going to tell us about the time you got out of the car? No. Okay. I, so now, I was, I was waiting for you to do that, but you're not going to do that. No, I was going to tell you about my, my, since we were all talking about basically our equivalent of leaning on the horn within the last 48 hours, I was going to tell you about how much of a jackass I was on the road this <laughs> afternoon. But really, it's not that interesting of a story, so we can just skip. I was just going to offer. Cu- I'd love to hear how you're a jackass. Uh, no, I do. I definitely do. But I was going to offer that statistically, I heard this. I didn't statistically hear it. I heard a statistic <laughs> that, uh, that was that the person that gets out of the car is more often in the wrong. Mm. So when you Oh, have- I'm never in the wrong when I get out of the car. <laughs> of, course, of course you're not. Of Mahalo. Of course you're not. <laughs> yeah. I'm like the guy with the, Sorry. the, the can of gas and the lighter. I'm like, you know... So uh, if you're ever in if you're ever in one of these altercations and the police are there and they ask the question collectively who got out of the car first it's like throwing the first punch in a fight that's why they're asking yeah. uh-huh. cuz statistically whoever gets out of the car first is typically in the wrong yeah i'll remember to be like he did <laughs> yeah they're probably responding the, the person who got out of the car is responding to someone beeping at them for legitimately for legitimate reason you know it's like Right, do you, but, do you notice, by the way, you but, peep at but someone? I think, I, think the, I think the essence of, of this is you get out of the car, you're the one escalating it. Yeah, yeah. It's true. Absolutely. Yeah. What's up with people beeping? This is like a thing that I notice that happens like every time. People, you beep at anyone and they beep back at you. Like, like fuck you. Really? Uh, oh, I don't. People beep at me all the time and I never beep back. People beep at you? Yeah. I don't know if I've ever been beeped at. What's your problem? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I live in Silicon Valley with a bunch of assholes who don't know how to drive and think they do. All right, so what'd you get beeped at for? I don't know. I mean, I've been beeped at for like... <laughs> I want a list by tomorrow night. I mean, I'm sure like people think that somehow... like I, I don't know. Today, uh, I don't know why I've been beeped at, but like, let me tell you about what happened today, which is related. I don't mean to put you on the spot. I'm just, no, no. I'm kidding I mean, around. I don't... No, I... I <laughs> If I could remember why I've been beeped out, I would tell you. Like, I'm sure I'm driving fast or I'm, you know, getting too close. Or I, I mean, not like tailgating, but, you know, I will take the opportunity to get into a space that I can fit into. I see. Gotcha. So okay. I've probably been beeped out for that. Cool. I mean, today. I, I've probably been beeped out for that, I guess. I think today I deserve to get beeped at. I'll own it. Uh. Like, having a bad day. And, you know, I've been. <laughs> This sounds hilarious. I've been to traffic school enough to know that uh, you shouldn't drive when you're in a bad mood. And I was in a bad mood. Mm. And I went to go and pick up my son. And I was like, I got to get rid of this bad mood before I pick him up. Because I can't drive like an asshole with him in the car. I mean, not today at least. So I'm driving. And this dude in a Prius completely cuts me off on 10th trying to get towards 280. Yeah, all you had to tell me yesterday was a Prius. I was like, oh, here we go. Screw that guy. Well, and I mean, I'm literally like, are you for real right now? Like, there's no room for you to get in in front of me. And there's no reason for you to be in front of me. There's nobody behind me. And he's just like, I got to be in front of you. I don't get that. It's just the weirdest thing. quite common, unfortunately. And then, you know, like, we're we're turning right onto the on-ramp, and it's a two-lane on-ramp. 
is there anybody on the planet that thinks Prius versus GT4, like the Prius is going to win? So do, which, anybody think that? I have a critical question to this scenario. When you came, is it that corner that goes onto 280, right? Yeah. Well, so when you, he came around the corner onto the two lane on ramp. Are you going to ask left or right? Which lane was he in? He was going for the left. Yeah. That's what I figured. Yeah. And I was I like, I read that. I completely read it, that. It's like when we were on one, the alternate universe part where it's like, you pass on the right. I'm right. like, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> and not only was I like, fuck you, I opened up the exhaust baffles and I got really close and I waited until I, like the hood of my car was at the door of like the second door of his car. And you let off the throttle for a second? No, I fucking oh, nailed it, punched it. <laughs> and I was like, you know, and that that on ramp <clears throat> is at times a bit dirty. Yeah, it has been, especially like when all the rain and mud yeah, and shit. It's, it's still like, yeah, dirty. Yeah. And so I'm flying up there and, you know, I have 295 section tires in the back and I was about a foot and a half from his the side of his car and I'm on it. And I can see the dust cloud like just <laughs> raining down on this Prius. And I and I'm I'm looking as I'm driving past because I want I wanna see the like the look on his face is I am lighting up his car with dust and more decibels in his <laughs> silently cruising hybrid car. And he's just like, ah! you know, it's like, <laughs> yeah, fuck you. You know, like, what are you doing? As I said to you earlier, big fan of your work. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so then, you know, at this point I'm carrying speed through the little S that gets you on to 280. And I've got to stay kind of in that over to the right because I'm going on to 87. And from nowhere comes the poor guy in the Cayman S. <clears throat> who's like, ooh, GT4. Uh-huh. And I'm just like, nope, you can fuck <laughs> off as well. <laughs> and so he's trying to follow me through the S, the S that gets you on to 87. And it was just like... I feel really bad right now, but I'm going to rain dust and exhaust <laughs> all over you as well. And so that, much so, fun. he Good dropped back. Nice. Like, he literally, like, he was on, he was <clears throat> tailgating me as I'm, like, heading into that S. I'm like, there's no way that you have as much downforce or as much power as I do. Like, you can fuck off as well. I felt a little bit bad by the time I got to my son. It sounds fun. But it, but you you got rid of all of it. Yeah. Yeah, I drove like 35 miles an hour yeah. on Meridian. I drove 60 miles an hour on 280. I drove boy. like 25 Such miles an hour on 10. <clears throat> a total outlaw. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was well behaved. Yeah. Um, I, I have these experiences pretty much every morning when I, when I drive to work. But it's, I, it's, it's never before I get to De Anza. For some reason, when I get to De Anza, there's always <clears throat> Teslas. Why are there always everywhere? There's always Teslas. There's always Teslas. And then, so we've talked about this before. I quite like how kind of sleeper my car is. And they're like, oh. And I I always kind of sneak up on them as well. You pull up to them to the light. You're always going slow. And and then they're like, then the light changes. And they're like, oh, Tesla, here we go. And I'm like, no, no, no. I'm going to be really, really loud now. And also think about how quiet it is in their car. Yeah. So they're hearing it like even louder than we would hear it. Yeah. We, well, that was like nothing the Prius. Nothing out. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He was definitely on the hybrid powers <clears throat> in the first, you know, 40, 50 feet. Um, I was, you know, that exit ramp, if you're going north on 280 and you're going to get off to go to the mall and go off Stevens Creek, that two-lane exit ramp. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I'm in the right lane and there's a Huracan in the left lane. And Charlie's in the car with me and we're going to Falafel. You know what I'm talking about? Falafel Drive-In? The, the Drive-In yeah. place? yeah. On what on San Carlos, San Carlos, yeah. So we're coming up on that turn. That's a great turn. Yeah, yeah, I lo- oh, yeah. love it's that. Really turn. good. And he like speeds up a little bit. I'm not going crazy or anything, you know. Look at the kid in the car. But I really didn't slow down much for that turn. I probably took that turn at like 70 or something. Like I was moving pretty good. And I was just hoping so bad that he was in the left lane. He had the outside lane, but still, he's in a hurricane. It's like, come on, man. <laughs> You know, yeah. I'm not. You, use I'm, the not I'm not the guy in the Prius. I've got a nice, you know, sure. nine. But he's, he's I'm off, sure he saw me coming. He's off to Santana Row, though. Yeah, yeah, he's definitely totally. on Santana Row. <laughs> he's like, oh god, I haven't had my my croissant yet. And it was weird though because I find myself like baiting someone. Like normally, it's like, no, I don't take the bait, and all of a sudden, I'm like trying to get him to take this corner fast yeah. with me. I, but he didn't bite at all. I'm that I mean, guy. Maybe a little bit, but I don't know. Any M3 or M2, I'm that guy. I'm oh, just I saw like, him. yep, yep. You I need saw to an come M2 over today. here. Yeah. I was like, you know what, though? Like for my car to take an M2, like if that guy knows what they're doing, it's, it's still a lot of work. You know, I mean, those cars are not slow. There's a lot of fast little cars on the street. I just had a run on the way here with an Acura, is it a TL? Uh. I think that's what they're called. I don't know. We weren't in the car with you. But at every light, <laughs> hmm. at every light, he would just completely, he was in front of me, not next to me. He would just bolt every time. Yeah. You know, and then I think it was about two lights. And then I thought about going around him and I thought, eh, whatever. I just made a right and took off. Yeah. That's, that's what you do. Yeah. Especially did, when did you're anything. in like the situation with the But you're saying TL. if it was like a GT4 that I should try to go with him. Well, I mean, that's, you know, that's a personal preference, really. Yeah, I don't want to school someone that is driving a shittier car than me. I don't want to do that. But I wouldn't mind racing with someone that has no. a, a almost equivalent car Well, than me. so here's what I do in those situations, right? Because you do end up in those every now and then. And it isn't about necessarily schooling them, but you do inadvertently school them, is... They're working hard, like almost like you're saying in reverse to keep up with the M2. They're working hard to keep up with you. And just when they feel like they're winning <laughs> is yeah. when you're like, okay, so here's what happens when yeah, I when, when you, I when actually hit- try and I'm like somewhere between six thousand and seven thousand RPMs. Exactly. Like you have no hope. Yeah, there's nothing as fast as this yeah. right now. And that is <laughs> they need to learn that. Yeah. It's true. That's the whole thing. It's like I know that in order to do that, you gotta give it to I me. Know, I, you gotta redline it, you gotta get crazy, and sometimes, you know, that's it's I, energy. I, I often like in that in that one or two seconds when you're pulling away. Mm. And then I'm like, Oh, was that all you think I had? Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> right. And you're just like sorry, like no, you're still yeah. Yeah, there was a moment where I think there was something kind of similar to that going on in the drive home. <laughs> and this was like this was one of those moments of pure joy and, and pride. Well, I had two pure joy and pride moments of being a father today. One, we come walking up to the car and Alex, my son's like, Oh, you brought the good car. And I was like, <laughs> Yes, I did. 
And then the other pure moment of joy was <laughs> as we're pulling away from some car, and I wasn't actually being a jerk in this moment, but we were le- legitimately pulling away from somebody who was massively accelerating just I think to try and keep up, but it wasn't like I was working hard. And Alex looks over his shoulder and he's all hashtag winning. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, well put, well put. Like I was not even thinking about that at all, but he's like, yeah, hashtag winning. (laughs) Like, okay. When I took that turn yesterday with the Huracan, as soon as like we got through the turn and you had to hit your brake pretty hard after that, because you're about to make that super tight turn at the light to make a right there. Yeah. Um, right before I hit my brake, Charlie goes, she was like, whoa, because <laughs> I took the turn hard, you know, and she was, I don't think, I don't know if she's ever felt like a G-force like that. In a car. Yeah. It was pretty cool. Which direction on 280 are you talking about? North. Yeah. When you're getting, you know. That, so that's, that's my drive every morning with yeah. the kids for school. But you get off and you take that exit? Yes. Oh, nice. But you go left, yeah? Or no, do you go right? I go right. Yeah. So you go right past Falafel. Yeah, Falafel Drive. Yeah. Well, there is school is right before Falafel. Oh, okay. Yeah, but it's right there. Yeah. That's awesome. It's near like O'Connor Hospital, basically. Yeah. 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 So do you make a left after? You make a left right away on on Stevens Creek? No, I turn right. No, I know, but then what? No, but he's not on Stevens Creek. He's on... San Carlos. Yeah. yeah. So when, when San Carlos, do you make a left or a right to get to the school? Left. And it's, it's near, it's near gotcha. the hospital. Gotcha. Yeah. I don't know where the hospital is. I can't picture it. It's, it's still, on the same side as the mall. Gotcha. Just on San Carlos, not on... So the other side of, is that 280? No, it's 880. So it's like it's Forest. Eight, it's, it's on Forest? Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, you got it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's like the first left. After nice. you turned right after that exit. Cool. I love so that. So you love that. So oh. you know exactly yeah, what I'm talking about. It's one of the best corners around. Yeah, it's a great corner. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm, I'm taking the kids <clears throat> to school and both of them are like, do it faster, yeah, Daddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm <laughs> sure. Let's hear the motor. Yeah. I don't have any good turns on on my commute to the kids' school, unfortunately. The light's always red. The one turn that could be good, the light is always red. You need to find like some. You need to. You need to go to a different school. Well, you are. <laughs> you're, you're about to. You're about to. There's got to be a good. There's got to be a good. Why do you want to transfer your child, Mr. Mandel? Well, you know, there's Highway 17. Like, I can just imagine the conversation with Karen. Like so. So I think we should switch Charlie to a different school. Oh, really? Why? Well, you know, like the, not the school quite run, enough. Yeah. The school turns. runs not giving me enough yeah. in the morning. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> that's that's funny. Like for high school, I could pull that. It's like no, I'm thinking not this school, this school because you know then I can do roughly what you guys are talking about every day. Yep. Like if I send them to the other school, it's like okay, it's over here off of uh, what do you call it, Saratoga. I could do that same drive. Do you know that street Martin in um, yeah. Yeah. Shasta Hanchet, like that? Yeah, that's right next to. I was just over there. Yeah, that's a cool street. Yeah, I, I could drive that every yes. day. Yes, well, that's what I'm saying to Hoover. Yeah. Do that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, that's what that's I'm saying. Good. No, that's what. I'm no, saying. that's what you should be saying. <laughs> you said it first. Why don't we next week talk about the rules? Because you get the red mist when you don't obey the rules. Yes, yes. that is right. Yeah. So maybe now's the time to talk about the rules because we've spent some time thinking I about the rules. I completely agree. All right, so here's what I'll do then. I will I'll print out the rules. Ooh, okay. good. But don't give it to us in advance. No. No, I'll print out the rules and and I'll we'll, we'll I'll give you the rules and then we can go through them one by one and discuss. But I I kind of think you should just read them and we should be surprised at every little yeah, thing no, you say fine. without looking at it. No, no. All right. So 
So at all. What, so what you're saying is I just print it out for myself. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, I like that. I like what <laughs> I really, Evan said. I, I, I like what I, Evan I said. I do think it'd be more like spontaneous that way. Because, you know, you're, you're going to get things like both Evan and I being like, Ooh, <laughs> or ah, like, oh god! <laughs> like no way. If we look at it, we would have, we would definitely look through it, and we would have a chance to digest it. And yeah, then no, we would just yeah, be like, no digestion. What's up with this one? You know? Yeah, so, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. no, no, I'm good. Then. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, fine. It's a, it's a, it'll be a performance piece, is what you're saying. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Live performance. Yeah. <laughs> good. All right. We had no idea what was coming. <laughs>